You're smart, you're motivated, you wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we'll help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino. Welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Today, we're talking about ego, possibly the worst trait in business. I mean, for me, sometimes I definitely think it is, especially when I'm hanging out and working with other young bosses and I see that that's the foot they're leading with. Oof, cringe, I am not okay with it. Confidence all day, but ego, no. It is icky, it's yucky, it's gross, and I'm just like so turned off by it, as I'm sure so many of you are too. It's really important that we're not having that false confidence, that, you know, fake it till you make it type of attitude. There's certain things that you're not going to know and you're going to need to learn over the course of time, but faking it, being something you're not, showing up in an inauthentic way, leading with ego and arrogance, yuck. No one likes that. It smells gross. It feels bad. It's disgusting. For real. You guys feel it. I know it. it. We all get it. When we talk about having confidence versus ego, confidence in something I'm all about. For me, when I'm speaking on stage in front of all of these different people, young, old, women, men, I can tell that when I'm up there and I have confidence, I'm actually imploring the other women in the room to have confidence too. I can feel it in them. I can feel that energy exchange. The more confident I am, the more confident they are in doing what they need to do. I mean, I feel it from the men too, but ladies, you get it. There's some sort of energy exchange happening there, but when it comes to ego, You can feel it in a person when they walk in and they feel like they're the shit and their shit don't stink. We all know those people and they're spouting off how much money they make, how many doors they own or what businesses they do, how many employees they have. We get it, bro. Like you're cool. But at some point it's just, that's not what you should lead with. And I think it's really important to note as a young boss that confidence is something that we really need to have. It's a need because people will look down on you because you're young. People will underestimate you. They're not going to always give you the benefit of the doubt that you are what you say you are. So you do need to be confident in what you've done and your skills and what you own and what you possess. But also you need to make sure you're going about it in a authentic way, not leading with that, but it still exists. It's in the room, not putting yourself down either, right? That's the whole opposite of it. Confidence is like when you have a foundation, you know, your skills, you know, your abilities, you have an understanding of your strengths and weaknesses. For me, when it comes to ego, it's really the opposite. It's like a false sense of superiority or self-importance that's sometimes driven by fear. Sometimes it's driven by not thinking you're enough or needing validation from other people. When it comes to confidence, it can lead to personal growth, success, you know, positive relationships and really effective communication. People respect you when you're confident, but when you have an ego, it leads to negative consequences like decreased performance, strained relationships, people actually questioning if you're authentic, if you're real. And when it comes to being an entrepreneur, one of the most dangerous things that ego can do to you is interfere with your personal growth, especially as a young boss, especially as a younger person in business. It can be really detrimental to you when you're not willing to put that down and realize you're not all that. 
right? There's going to be rooms you walk in where you're the dumbest person. You're the youngest person. You're the least successful person. And those are the rooms I love to be in, right? Not because I want to feel bad about myself because if I'm the worst in the room, that's the best room to be in. We all know that phrase. You can identify the difference from afar when it comes to confidence and ego. There's just an air about it, right? There's just a stench to it. And when you talk to someone who's super egotistical, you're like, oh, like you just you just feel it, right? It's like cringe. Like that's, that's the word. It's like cringy, but you can feel it. And when someone's confident and they love who they are and they're proud of what they do and proud of the company that they've built, you're proud of them too. And you want to come alongside them and you want to join them in that confidence. Confidence rubs off on people. And that's really exciting. Sometimes, you know, naturally you're going to have a little bit of ego. You're a young boss. You created something. You're cash flowing, probably better than most of your friends. And you look around and you're like, I have the money that I have. I have the cars that I want. Maybe you own properties. And you're looking around saying, I'm doing pretty good. And so it's hard to not have that rise up inside of you. But I think sometimes we really have to just lower that and just check ourselves especially when we're in a position of power and you have other young employees or independent contractors who are looking up to you, you have to keep that in check because yes, you should be absolutely proud of everything that you've done, but you don't need to be rubbing it in anyone's face. When you have a big ego, a lot of times you're unwilling to talk about, you know, constructive criticism or feedback. And people try to say, Hey, you should be doing this in your business. And you're like, I know freaking better than you. Like get out of my way. Oh my gosh. That's such a turnoff. The best thing that you can do in business is to literally listen to other people on their advice and different, you know, projections for how you could move forward. It's so important to make sure you remember you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? We always need to be listening. We always need to be taking things in and letting that ego down. The smartest person in the room is the one who's willing to listen to feedback. I learned this from my dad. And to me, this is like so critical. If the janitor would come up to him and say, Hey, when you were presenting in front of a thousand people, you said X, Y, Z, but I think you should have said Y, Z, X. He would be like, okay. And take it with a grain of salt. He'd be willing to listen to a child, to, to someone who was anyone in the room who wanted to give him feedback, because that's what you need to do when you don't have an ego. Then people say, wow, you, you, you listen to me. You care what I have to say. You care about my opinion and you actually gain more followers and more positivity. Not every advice do you need to take. We all know this, right? But there's going to be a lot of people and a lot of times when you need to be open to criticism and feedback and you need to hear it and, and listen and soak it in. Pride is what influences ego. It, it really all stems from pride. I think many times when you see a young boss who's filled with ego, it does have a lot to do with the fact that they're fearful that someone's going to see that maybe they really don't know what they're doing, that they don't have that experience, right? And they're scared. Sometimes it is out of fear. It's important that we remember that. And we also know that ego disconnects you from people. When you come in the room with this presence of I'm better than you, other people are not drawn to you, right? They're not going to want to be your friend when you're only looking down on them. So as a young boss, don't you want more clients? Don't you want more business? Don't you want more mentors surrounding you? Other people who can help you out, who can be there by your side? Yes, yes, and yes. So it's time to put that down so you can start listening to other people and opening up that door to potential friendships, connections, business. I think it's really easy to avoid having an ego, but 
the ways that you can do that are by creating humility in your own life, realizing that you are great, but there's other people who are better than you, right? I don't want you always staring up saying, right, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. Someone's better than me. Someone's better than me. It's not that. You're allowed to look down and see how far you've come and say, I'm really proud of what I've done. But it is important to remember there are people above you and below you every day in all ways. So you are not the best of the best, even if you are the best of the best, right? Keeping that humility in check is so important. This one time I had a presentation and I was so excited for it. It was in front of a really, really prestigious crowd. And I went up on stage and I did my thing and I felt like I crushed it and I got off stage and this other guy who runs another business, he's another young boss. He comes up to me and he's like, Hey, you effed up. And I was like, what? what do you mean? Like, I felt so good about myself. I was like, I just did that thing. Like everyone's going to, you know, buy my product and listen to me and hear me. And he's like, you effed up. I'm like, what did I do? He's like, you didn't collect all their data. He goes, you only sold your product. You didn't give them a way to connect with just you. So if they don't want to buy, you just lost all of the hundreds of people in the room. You don't have their information. And it was like, ego check, boom. Like, I guess I'm not the smartest person in the room. Like, I guess I can listen to somebody else. He was 100% right. And he was doing it because we're friends and he's allowed to speak to me that way because we're cool with each other. But it was a reality check that I don't know everything. And he came up to give me that advice and it was like, yep, I need to take that advice. I need to be like, uh, you know, moving in a different way. And I, and I had to get my ego in check, not thinking, oh, I'm hot shit. Like I can do it all. No, I wasn't in that moment. I did F up. I, I missed hundreds of leads right there just to get the sale. So I think like remaining open to feedback is what's going to help you. Letting people come up to you and tell you that you effed up. It's like, oh, did I? Okay, tell me more. And then maybe they're right and maybe they're wrong, but being open to it is what's going to be that difference between confidence and ego. I'll never forget, we had this guy on our team who had a lot of ego. And when he would do his hiring, he would literally get people turned away and they wouldn't want to come work for us, even though it was a position that was like anybody would want. It was an incredible commission position in our sales and the guy kept turning people off because his ego was so big. He would get on these interviews with the people and if the person was older than him, had more experience than him, all of a sudden it was like, mm -mm, and he like, like leveled up. It was like a video game and it was just like, ooh, I'm here. Like, and it was, it was disturbing. Like he would send me the videos of the interview and be like, watch this, what did I do wrong? And I'm like, you can physically see it. Like you're threatened and you're just going like, I'm, I'm gonna show you who's boss right now. And it was like, you're in an interview. First of all, if they're better than you, then that's amazing. We want them on the team. I don't want you turning these people off to the point where I had to say, I think you need to stop doing the interviews because you can't control being threatened by other people. And as a young boss, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes somebody comes around you and your ego can kill the deals. It can, it can literally stop you from hiring great people, stop you from bringing in new business, stop you from connecting with other people that you need to. So really like if you're not keeping your ego in check, it's going to get in the way of your business. People are going to not want to work for you and you're going to start losing friends and losing connections. You know, sometimes there's different people in different situations where if you walk in the room with ego and you're thinking you're the shit and somebody there has a product or a business that could really support you, but you came in with that energy, they might not even want to talk to you now. 
And now you actually needed that relationship with them, but you lost it because your attitude didn't say, I'm willing to work with you. I want to talk to you. I'm open to this. It said, I know everything. I'm good. I got it, boo. Right? Like, no, no, you have to be open and humble and honest because there's always someone who can help you, whether they're doing better or worse than you in business, they still might be able to help you. I can recall a time where someone else was a boss within my company and they definitely led with ego. When they would get on stage and they would do sales, they would credit it all to themselves. And yet there was a person who filled that room with marketing efforts. There was a person who got those people there on the plane and in the hotel and butts and seats, the operations team, right? The finance team who processed all the payments and made sure everything went smoothly. The support team who was there helping, guiding them the whole way. And yet that one person on the stage was saying, they all bought because of me. I did it all. I'm the best, right? And it was like, oh my gosh, it turned off so many people in our company from wanting to work with them because their ego was so big. It filled the whole room. They didn't give any credit to anyone else in the room. And yet all of those people were working so hard, bending over backwards, doing whatever they can to be there and and make this happen so that the person could get on stage and have their shining moment. And I know sometimes in business, it's like that. Like people don't want to work for someone who leads with ego, who's an asshole, right? Like no one wants to work for a boss like that. It's like that movie, right? Horrible bosses. It's like not all of them had ego. That was their problem, but no one wants to work for an asshole boss. And a lot of times when you lead with that, that's exactly what people are correlating you to. I remember this one time we were working with these new clients. They were about to sign up for a big package. Like they were high spenders. And this particular couple, they came up, they were going to purchase with us and they wanted a lot of stipulations that were outside of our regular rules and, and how we take the payments, how we get started with the program. And I just kept reminding them, Hey, that's not how we do things. And I was staying professional. I was staying calm, just doing my job. And the woman turned and she looked at me and she said, honey, let's not be childish here. And I was like, like gulp. But I just had to put my ego aside, put my, you know, myself, my selfish wants and needs and desires to say, I don't even want your business. Get out of here, lady. Right. It was like, you know what? It's for the greater good of the company. We need this client. We're excited to work with this client. I'm going to make some exceptions. And I just had to swallow my pride and put my ego down and make it happen and accommodate this business deal because we wanted to move forward with them. And actually we ended up working really well with them, but it was such a hit to the ego for me. I was like, I'm doing my job. And you know, you, you want to have that aggressive attitude right there. And I realized in this moment, the best thing I can do is just to put my ego down, swallow my pride and say, let's make it happen. Like, let's make a deal. Let's go forward. And sometimes you have to do that in business. It's really just about putting your ego away to make it happen. You know, as a young boss, there's a lot of times where we really should be looking at those who've come before us, those who've been through a lot of this stuff for a long time and they know what they're doing. And sometimes when I work with older professionals, I realize that they have this peace, this confidence about who they are in business. You know, there's an incredible another podcaster friend of mine, Joe McCall, and he's a rock star in all that he does. He's an incredible marketer and he can do a webinar and sell literally so much in one shot. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you do this? But he's been doing it for a long time. But when he walks in a room and everyone's learning about how to do a great webinar and how to do a great podcast, he doesn't come in there all cocky and arrogant being like, I've gotten millions of downloads. I've sold all these products. He walks in humble. 
He walks in calm because he's confident. He knows who he is. And that to me is so much more attractive to have that energy. So I think something we can look at when we're looking at older people in business and say, what can we learn from them? It's about putting that ego aside. You know, when you're young, you're trying to prove yourself. And when you're older, you've already done that. So when you are young and you have that attitude of actually like I have done this and I'm proud of what I've done and I'm confident in what I've done and I don't need to scream it from the rooftop. That's something we can really learn from those who are older in business and hopefully take that to make ourselves better. I think sometimes a lot of young professionals are just unintentionally egotistical. They're just so proud of the success that they've done. And sometimes it's not a purposeful thing. Sometimes it's just coming up inside of them. And so it's important just to check yourself, see how you're coming off to other people. You know, honestly, you can ask yourself and ask your employees like, Hey, describe me in three words. And if they're using words that are like aggressive, (laughs) if they're using words that are like sharp, right? It's like, Oh, I don't, maybe that's good, right? If you're in sales, right? And you're just like, oh, that's amazing. But maybe that's not so good, right? Maybe we want other words that are a little bit kinder to be describing us. And so if it's unintentional and you're unaware, if that is something you struggle with, maybe ask the people who are around you, how am I coming off? You know, how did this sound when I said that? Or just check in with yourself. What emotions are coming up when your confidence is threatened, when someone comes straight at your ego, and tells you, you effed up, right? That could have sent me into a full body panic and I could have been like, oh my gosh, I messed up and whatever. No, it's like, take it in. Okay, what did I do? You know, like, tell me. And having that to be able to go forward is so much better. I think that there's a lot of ego in like millennial to millennial business, right? When, when we're talking about a lot of young people, it's like, well, I own this and I did that. And it's like a rap sheet of what you did. Like push that to the side. It's time to like take that away and just bring each other up together. The best thing that I've noticed that older people do that maybe we don't do, they collaborate, they work together, they communicate. So many masterminds I'm in, like I'm by far the youngest person there. And a lot of times I'm the only woman there, but I've got all these 60 year old men around me who are telling me like, Hey, I need help with this. And someone else is like, I got you. And they're sharing contacts and sharing experiences on how to elevate and how to do things better. To me, we need to learn that from them. And instead of hoarding or gatekeeping all of our secrets, it's like share it, like help one another out so we can all elevate and grow together. I don't know how you guys feel about competition between like younger entrepreneurs and older entrepreneurs. In my experience, many of the older entrepreneurs are excited to bring in fresh energy and they're excited to learn from us. There's a lot of things that we know that they don't know and vice versa. So I think it's really important to make sure that you're actually not just making friends with other millennials and other young bosses. You're also making friends with people who've been in the biz for a long time, who probably know better than you because those relationships, you can help them just as much as they can help you. And having that, you know, friendship and business, that intergenerational, you know, competition, friendly competition is really good. We once had this girl who worked for us and man, her ego could fill up this room. She would walk into a room and list her rap sheet. This is where I have worked before. This is my experience. This is how much I've sold this, this, this. It's like, okay, we get it, but you're here now and you're equivalent to everyone who's in this room. So cool. What else are we doing from here? It literally bit her in the ass to behave this way because everyone else started not feeling threatened by her, started feeling annoyed by her. 
They, they, it wasn't a, oh my God, she's so much better than us. That's not what actually came of it. Instead, people started to be turned off by it and really revolting and pushing away from her leadership within the company. And that was really hard to watch and see. Versus I've got someone else who works for me and she's an absolute rock star, takes practically no credit, is constantly pushing it back on everyone else. She encourages everyone around her and brings them all up with her. When someone's struggling on a project, she's like, let me jump on Zoom and go through this with you. And she doesn't take the credit for it. She's not sitting there saying, I showed them how to do X, Y, Z. She just shows them how to do it because she knows that if she brings everyone else around her up together, we all win. When you're coming in with this energy, this ego, you're going to stunt your growth. You're going to stunt your learning. That other gal left our company saying, I learned nothing working for you. Well, yeah, because you weren't willing to learn. Yeah, because you weren't willing to open up and to share and it turned into your greatest weakness. And that's really sad. You have to be wrong a lot to find the right solution to a problem, especially if it's new and unfamiliar. When we're talking about learning from others, right? Collaborating with other young bosses or older bosses, or just being in that open energy space, it's literally proven that this will help you be a better boss. There was a huge study conducted that almost 90% of over 500 successful business owners cited a clear focus on other people as a huge part of their genius behind their endeavors. For me, when I think about a successful leader, a confident leader, the big things that come to mind are being naturally inquisitive, open to new ideas, being humble enough to ask questions and actually listen to other people. And of course, seeking input on solving different problems. You don't know it all, so stop acting like you do. In conclusion, when you have ego, it's probably driven by your fear. It's probably driven by any insecurity inside of you. And it's really not a good look. So check yourself, have those conversations with other people, see where you're at, see if that's something that you're naturally inclined to to showcase and try to turn that ego into confidence. Try to tone it down a little bit and bring that humility to the table instead. Ego leads to negative consequences. So stop leading with it because it's literally only harming you and harming your business. People don't want to work with an egotistical asshole. That's it at the end of the day. We all know this. Successful leaders always cater to their team to the people around them. They're more worried about them and their success and their growth than they are about their own selfish desires. So don't forget that. Humility, gratitude, and collaboration are so important in helping you avoid ego-driven mistakes. At the end of the day, you're a young boss. You should be really proud of everything that you've accomplished, but stay humble while you do it. Everyone loves a confident young boss and everyone doesn't love an egotistical asshole. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with your host, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave me a comment about what business you're in and where you're listening from. We're building the Young Boss community and I can't wait to meet you. Remember, youth is your power.